Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Weekly Tangent. Last week, Jonathan, you told me about something that started in early September. So now I have a question for you. Yeah, what else, for a lot of people anyway, started in early September slash late August for some people? Uh, that is obviously Virgo season. No, oh, God, it, it is. Uh, no, no. Uh, believe it or not. Back to schools. People entering schools. I, I'm more focusing on high schools. I, I know that you did like the summer class or something for college. But uh, yeah, at my work recently, all of the high schoolers are gone because they're they're back at school. And I just thought, hey, like we met in middle school, but we didn't really become good friends until high school. We have lots of good, uh, good, funny memories in high school. I mean, I know that you've got some really dark. Terrible memories in high school as well. But, you know, I think that's good enough that uh, to catch up for ourselves and, you know, to let people listen to, hey, you know, this is this is the origin stories. Do you know how upset I am that I didn't think of that? And I thought of Virgo season first. But nah, I think back to school and back to school stories, you know, I think that's a much better one to go with. All right. So I I thought to start it off, you know, with school starting, might as well go into the topic of back to school. I I was thinking like, you know, one of the big things that changes is people growing. And I, I wonder for you if, I, I mean, you, your siblings, at least two of them are guys and they're also in the same like general five, five to five, seven foot yeah. range. So did you just never have ex- expectations with that? But your sister's like five eleven, So I, I don't yeah. know. Just what were well, your feelings? I had good hopes that I would continue growing because in eighth grade or actually I want to say seventh grade, I was the same height I am now. And at that point it was actually pretty competitive. Mm-hmm. Like very few people were drastically taller than me. I was like kind of in the running with most people. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, I'm growing at a regular pace. I'm probably going to be like five, nine, five, ten, And that'd be great. But uh, yeah, my body kind of decided just wanted to peak early. Like a lot of people in middle school and high school, I guess. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I kind of, it started to dawn on me like sophomore year when I'm like, wow, we're still wearing the same clothes we wore in middle school. Yeah. And that, I, it was kind of disappointing freshman year for football because I wanted to be bigger. That way I could be a starter. Mm-hmm. But no, that, that's just not happening. And when you're five, six, 110 pounds, you know, 110, giving yourself the extra five pounds right there. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I know the, the feels on that because for me, I'm five, nine and I was pretty much like five, eight and a half at the end of eighth grade. So I was just like, cool. You know, one of my brothers is six foot two. The other one's just about six feet tall. I'm already this tall. Like I was one of the tall kids in eighth grade. I wasn't, you know, there were a couple people who were like in the six foot range, but that was very, very few people so I was just like okay you know worst case scenario I'm gonna be like six feet tall you know <laughs> then ninth grade comes and it's just like oh you know our friend Matthew is like five seven he's now five nine he's the same height as me it's like okay well you know my growth yeah. spread is gonna hit a little bit later some people still hadn't grown yet like I remember our friend uh, Luke he was like five five or five six and it's just like okay you know he hasn't grown yet i'm gonna keep on growing and especially every year it just got worse until i just had to accept it because i remember luke at freshman year who was five five when i was five nine he was still like pretty short all the way up till junior year but like when junior year started senior year started he shot up to like six foot two and it's like oh shit and i'm still five nine yeah i don't think my growth spurt's coming in guys i think my growth spurt was just in middle school well he gave us hope that like oh maybe we could be late bloomers and no that just never happened 
Yeah, I, I remember keep on shifting the goalpost of just like, okay, well, it says on average most people have their growth spurt by 16, but like you can grow until you're 18. And then you Google and it's like, well, studies have shown that like it's not unusual to keep on growing an extra bit until like you're 21. It's just like, well, people have grown up to 25. And it's just like, you know what? At this point, I'm just deluding myself. I, I stopped growing after eighth grade. That, that's yeah. just the truth. <laughs> when I was 12 or 13, my body decided it was done. Yeah. But nah, like, ah. Uh... That that's so unfortunate, but I guess the only like reprieve to it is like in terms of dating, like I know that the average like male and female height is like much like taller than I am at least, at least by a couple inches. But thankfully, mm-hmm. because of where I live specifically, I don't know if everyone here is just fucking short or what. But I'm still taller than most women in the area, so I'm like, ooh, at least that's not a problem. <laughs> yeah, well, I think I've uh, told you before that there's like statistics and studies that show about how height can correlate to success. Obviously, it's not one to one, but I remember that that was something that I found really weird at my uh, sister's 40th birthday because there's a big age gap between us. That mm-hmm. uh, she works in Hollywood, and there were a lot of like directors, movie stars, writers, just people in that industry there. And I remember that like the shortest woman there was probably like five six and the shortest man was like six feet tall and i just felt like an absolute dwarf in in that situation man i i couldn't imagine that's the real reason why i never got famous to be honest yeah if you were if only you were six foot five still 110 pounds but six foot five (laughs) i would literally look like jack skellington (laughs) (laughs) you would but i mean you'd be great in the cosplay scene hey yeah no there you go so not all hope is lost yeah but i uh i mean with starting school aside that's kind of where i wanted to transition to the next part of this is you and i knew each other in middle school you know i bit your shoulder in the locker rooms in middle school but we did the jumpy game too uh, we did do the jumpy game but uh we didn't really become good friends until freshman year because we both had English together in a class that at least I didn't know anyone else. Maybe you knew other people, but it felt like it's like, hey, I kind of know this guy and I know no one else. So just yeah, by default, we had to become friends. Didn't we have math as well? Because didn't we have Garnett? Yeah, what ended up happening is I was going to go to a different high school then I ended up switching back to Vista but because of the time I switched back I didn't get to choose like advanced math classes so I was put into geometry which was normal for the grade but I was just like nah man I gotta be in all of the advanced classes even though I'm not willing to do the homework for them so I eventually like hassled the vice principal enough until they're like okay if I put you in like algebra 2 will you shut up it's like okay I can accept that so all of our friends were in advanced algebra 2 and I got put into algebra 2 which is like what the fuck is even the difference it's the exact same class more or less especially but, since we were already advanced doing algebra 2 at that point it made no sense really it didn't but yeah i guess advanced algebra 2 was also like had bun- a bunch of freshmen and some sophomores but like algebra 2 had a lot of juniors and seniors as well so we were like the only freshmen in that class so once again english and math was like hey we're the only guys who know each other here so we were really just kind of lucky to have been forced in a hey i know this guy and our friendship really blossomed that was just really like some fate right there pushing us together yeah yeah but uh i i don't know we had uh some good moments there and that's kind of a big part that i wanted to spend on this is what are some funny moments or entertaining moments that uh you remember from that stuff because i especially remember in like the science classes that we had together playing <laughs> soccer or some of the shit that came down on there like yeah. we, we had some fun moments when you actually came to school <laughs> yeah when i actually did but as far as freshman year um before i get into moments i want to like go back to people really quickly i I remember that there were two there was 
I want to say a sophomore and a senior we became friends with in the Algebra 2 class. I, I remember. I think one was Zach. And Zach, the other... yeah. I was thinking Brandon. No, it was Zach Silva. Yeah, Zach Silva. And the wasn't the other guy's name just like Steve or something? It, it seems like that's so right because it was like such a generic white guy name. And he was a very generic white guy. He was nice, but he totally was. Like, absolutely. Like, from appearance. And actually, the funny thing is Zach looked a scary amount like my brother at that time, which was kind of weird, to be honest. Mm-hmm. But I... I think, uh, I can't remember the guy's name, but I want to say Steve. I think he left after the first semester, didn't he? I, I forgot if he left or if he was just like in and out. But it's interesting with people because especially looking back at like high school and stuff like that, when you're in a situation where you don't get to talk too much about what you want and you just have like occasional day-to-day stuff, you make friends with people who probably otherwise you wouldn't. Because Zach Silva, he had a look that's like, this guy probably like went to storm the Capitol <laughs> in January <laughs> and... Uh, I, I don't know like I don't remember too much about him but just like everything with the way that he dressed the way that he looked the way that he talked like if I met him today I'd probably look by him just like yeah I don't want to get an altercation with that guy because he might pull his gun out of his car and shoot me god the funny thing is though, that we actually did in fact shoot <laughs> not just kidding um, oh <laughs> we actually did in fact get along though in spite of that like I distinctly remember like having fun with the two of them and genuinely like enjoying their addition to the dynamic yeah I mean you know when you're in Algebra 2, you got to survive through it somehow. Honestly, though, you really do. That class was fucking boring. Yeah, that was... Uh, dude, I, I still don't understand why I was so focused on... I got to be in the advanced classes, but I refused to put in any of the work to actually keep up on this stuff. So it was always just like, well, I'm smart enough to be here, but I refuse to do any of the work. So I'm constantly like skating by with a C-. minus. Well, I think it's just because all our friend group was in it. So, like, saying goodbye to them would be saying goodbye to our friend group, which you later had to do with, like, English in some cases. Yeah, yeah, but I I don't know. At the end of the day, I think it was worth it because I remember all my friends in dual dual enrollment English who were just like, oh, yeah. Miserable. Yeah, they had the summer homework that they had to do. Meanwhile, I was I I got to grade other people's tests in English because the teacher was like, yeah, most of the people who are here should be here. And Dylan, you're just a lazy piece of shit. But since we don't have any work for uh, the people here and you just finish it too fast, I don't know. You want to get community service hours by grading papers for me or something? Yeah, honestly, I I can't remember the guy's name, but I think he was like, was he new or was he like part time or something? But I remember he saying some really good things about him. Wh- who? What? When? Where? Why? With that English professor, like junior year, uh, senior year. I don't oh, remember. I, well, I was talking about sophomore and senior year because I had the same English teacher at both times. But Did junior you? year, yeah, junior year, we both had the same English teacher. His name was Mister Shutt- Shuttleworth, and I I really enjoyed him because his whole like dynamic was. The, the kids in the class would be like, hey, I don't really know about English. Who, who gives a shit? And uh, he'd call on them to answer a question. They'd be like, yeah, I, I don't know, blah, blah, blah. And he'd be like, oh, let, let me take what you're saying and twist it a little bit. And they'd be like, oh, my God, that's not at all what I was saying. But somehow I he made it so I got the right answer. Yeah. So he, he would really encourage people in a way to uh, try their best in the class. Dude, we honestly needed more teachers like that, but also maybe the students could have tried a little harder too. Yeah, I don't know. You got 4,000 students at the school. You're bound to have people who just don't give a shit. Yeah, and honestly, I probably came off as one of them to be real. <laughs> I We both did, for sure. But nah, I don't know. As far as like other like things that happened freshman year, I remember a funny, like it probably didn't seem this way from your like point of view, but before you came into English, because I think you came in week one or week two. Yeah, I, it wasn't right away. Yeah, I was sitting next to a girl, Leslie, 
I do remember. I had a crush on her, and it was going pretty well, to be honest. And then you got there, and I had such an internal debate about, like, man, Dylan's actually pretty fun, and, like, I like getting to know him, but so is Leslie. (laughs) So it was, like, such an internal debate, and then, like, I'd make jokes hoping that both of you would, like, laugh at it, but also be, like, trying to, like, get to know Leslie more. I'm like, God, this is the worst juggling act I've ever had to do. Yeah, the only thing that I remember from that class is when we had to correct each other's paper, and you just completely forgot how to spell the word cum, and you just spelt it like semen the entire time. I think I did that on purpose, to be honest. That seems like something I would do and try to play off as a joke. Yeah, I I didn't believe you, but you kept on insisting, so I just had to. That literally seems like something I would have done at that point. You were gaslighting me into believing you knew how to spell cum? Well, that I didn't know how, yeah. Yeah. But nah, I... Let me... Think. I think that's probably the only time in my life you've, or our lives, I guess for that matter, that you've ever seen me like be romantically interested in someone and try to like interact like in a classroom setting. And um, yes and no, because sophomore year, I in chemistry we had together, and in chemistry oh. the chemistry was flying, but only that between was... us because everyone thought we were gay. But um, true. And yeah, then... I, I remember that Arissa was in the class, and she was another interest of yours. But I'm not sure if you flirted with her as much in there uh... as you tried to in uh, in walking for fitness. <laughs> well, admittedly, at that point, I was going through like a lot of anxiety and had so many other problems that like I was just like, you are so low on my totem pole like i am sorry but she seemed nice and she tried to get to know me and like be nice to me and like walk me to between classes and stuff it was just like uh, it, it was regrettable to be honest she seemed nice dude that that class though was where our real hijinks started in school anyway because i remember that you would like get up on a chemistry table and show everybody look i'm flexible i can put both of my legs behind your head and i would just stick my fingers in your asshole and uh <laughs> yeah to be clear you reached under the shorts and my boxers oh yeah right in right it was uh it was a full-on proctology exam yeah, and it was an anatomy, to be clear, so that's why we were allowed to do it. We got extra credit for it, in fact. Oh, no. Anatomy was the next year, man, where you dropped out. That's that's where I had to say bye-bye to Jonathan. Before I illegally graduated early, you mean? Yeah, exactly. But uh, now, sophomore year was the start of a lot of stuff for us with that, because I remember we had that. We had Big Head Soccer, which uh, we had Chromebooks at our school. So we were supposed to do like science projects and Google Drive and all that stuff on it. And you and I would just pull up the only Flash games that uh, they could actually run. And we would just be playing Big Head Soccer for 45 minutes every day. That was one so much fun. But also it was the worst advertisement for Chromebooks ever because it talked me out of ever getting them again. Because I'm like, this thing can barely run a flash game without lagging after a certain point yeah i remember when i worked at target for a time and i sold like phones and electronics whenever people would ask about like oh yeah my son's into like Fortnite, can this play it it's just like it can but it really shouldn't play it dude i remember like literally two years later i want to say my brother got a chromebook for christmas and he was super excited talking about how he could do his coding and homework on it and everything oh, God. and like i let him be excited about it because i didn't want to raid on his parade like the second mm-hmm. he got his gift but like i kept my mouth shut and like a month later it was like jonathan i really need an upgrade this thing can barely do what i need it to yeah. and i was just like mm-hmm. <laughs> like, not trying to be like i totally knew that but you know 
Yeah, but no, I, I think sophomore year was like a real changing point for me because that's when I changed from drama that I was doing all the time to I switched to tech theater. That's when I switched from my upper level English to the basic English. That's I, I think that's the first year that I like failed a class. I failed advanced pre-calculus. And uh, I, I remember with French, I had some of my funniest moments in there because we were required to take two years of uh, foreign languages. And I just got stuck in uh, French arbitrarily. And mm. I... Gave zero shits about France and French, so I just never studied. But luckily for me, the class was graded like, uh, tests are worth like 50%, homework's worth like 10%, and 30% is your uh, like performing, your, your performances and all that stuff, which they included comedy as part of the performances. Oh so I would goodness. get extra credit on all of that. And I remember me and this... Uh, I mean, when I was a sophomore, he was a junior. His name was Jacob. And he was just this super, super awkward guy. But he was down for anything. So I would always just write the most ridiculous sketches where I would have to speak as little French as possible. And that's the only way that I passed French. <laughs> that is the most amazing technicality. And also shows that high school lawyers really, the teachers just want to push this through. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I, I know that since I taught English in Korea for a bit, very few teachers are like, I want these kids to pass on their merit. Most of them were just like, I just want a kid to give me no trouble. And if I have an excuse to pass a kid, that's good enough. Yeah, like, I, especially once you get to high school, if they're still like fundamentally really weak in a lot of areas, they were failed a lot earlier and it would take so long to get them caught up. I don't know what the solution is there. Yeah, but I, I do remember for French, my, my favorite thing that I did have was there was like a talent show for all of the foreign languages classes, the Spanish, the German, the French, the ASL and all that stuff where the top performers of each class got to go up and they got to perform something for extra credit, of course. And uh, I remember that the guy and I did a sketch where it was just like a phone call where we both talked on bananas instead of actual phones. And it was very basic, but the whole part of it that was just my favorite thing and I loved the reaction was when I hung up, I hung up the banana and I put it in my pocket and he <laughs> hung it up and he peeled the banana and I made sure he slowly <laughs> ate the banana in front of like 300 foreign language students and he ate that thing slowly to completion over the course of a very slow two minutes and it was just hilarious it was pure awkward humor the entire time you guys are fucking awful <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was beautiful man i really wish that they recorded that and that i could just like go back and save that if only I, I remember my favorite moment in Spanish, and this is going to pale in comparison, but I, I think it still has its humor value, mm -hmm. is one day we had to do, like, cultural appreciation. So people would be, like, bringing in various... Did like, you say a cu cultural appreciation or appropriation? <laughs> <laughs> well, in my case, the latter, but for everyone else, the former. Okay. Because uh, I took Spanish. So, like, people were bringing in, like, Mexican foods or, like... Uh, pretty much mostly just that but like some drinks too and whatnot mm -hmm. and some people like had their actual like mexican parents make like amazing tacos and burritos from scratch other people went to like cardenas and got their food there mm -hmm. and then i had my parents <laughs> go to del taco <laughs> and they <laughs> brought it in and the best part is my del taco tacos got fully finished and eaten and those other genuinely good tacos did not get finished <laughs> so the people knew what was up 
Well, I mean, as stupid as it is, a lot of people in high school aren't there for cultural appreciation. They're there just because they have to be. So I remember there was another thing we had to do in French for a similar thing of like bring in uh, French based food and stuff like that. And I got my mom to make quiche for the class and stuff like that. And some people were like, I brought in, you know, French potato chips. And like those were the only things that got finished or like macarons of like actual tasty things. Everything else was just like, wow, this really culturally, you know, in the know food. No one gives a shit about it no one wants to eat i mean honestly though yeah like now, now that i'm older i would definitely try the other stuff but at the time i would have definitely just stuck into like macaroons or whatever yeah but, but nah i i actually have one more favorite memory oh go for it is it also from spanish it is also from spanish oh um, you know when i probably should have been like studying spanish and actually trying to learn you know but to be honest no one learned anything in high school language classes so i guess that's pretty par for the course yeah um at that time, I had gotten a phone that was pretty decent, so I started to, like, emulate games on it. Oh, uh, yeah. Didn't you get, like, the Samsung S8 or whatever the fuck it was called? Yeah, it was the S7. And S7? I had that phone for, like, six years. It was it was amazing. I, yeah. I really liked that. That was a good first real phone. Mm-hmm. But with that said, like, um, I downloaded Mario Party Game Boy, which is one of the worst. <laughs> no, it's actually by far the worst Mario Party game I've ever played. It was not worth playing. It was just, it beat doing Spanish, basically. Mm-hmm. And I remember at the time, like, I would play and, like, CJ and uh, Chandler were in my class. And they would just be fucking watching me playing Mario Party on the Game Boy. And they're like, yeah, that looks pretty bad. <laughs> we just kept doing it because it's like what are we gonna do study spanish so yeah i got pretty good at mario party game boy but i've never found anyone who's willing to play it with me well honestly that perfectly transitions into another topic that i had for the school stuff which is uh, what are some of your proudest moments achievements etc in school and for mine one of my things that you know is proud even if it's absolutely worthless is as far as people's phones go during the a and b lunch we would often have, whether it was Matthew or whether it was Joseph, they were two people who were always playing mobile games and I would always take their phones and get the high scores on it. And that's basically what lunch became for me of, I want to get people's high scores on their phone so high that they will never be able to beat it. So they just get discouraged and never play the game again. Do you know how much that would have irritated me if you did that to me? I would have uninstalled the app and then reinstalled it just to get your <laughs> stupid fucking score. Oh, damn. Yeah, because I, I remember... I think Flappy Bird was big. I, I forget if it was freshman or sophomore year, but like, you know, Joseph's high score is up there at 11 and I take his phone. I'm like, yeah, I got 76 on your phone. It's like, what the fuck, man? I can't beat that. I, I felt happy about 11. You, I don't know how you got some sort of like innate talent for that thing, but you were just above average at shitty phone games. I, I really was. But yeah, for you with your short burst in high school that you were actually there, do you have anything that you're proud for? Whether it be, you know, sports stuff whether it be just funny things like the phone stuff do you have anything that you look back in high school and it's just like man i peaked well i turned down the opportunity but one thing i am kind of like mildly proud of in retrospect like not actually i'm not proud of it but it was an accomplishment <laughs> i was in rotc my freshman year right yeah i remember and then you went the complete opposite path and went to the easiest pe of walking for fitness well there's a bit of a story to that as is oh. and um what happened was i was really good at rotc because already i was very athletic from football and wrestling mm-hmm. and you know academically gifted and most importantly 
I knew a lot about the military, its goals and mindsets, because like my grandfather had a huge part in raising me. Charles, to be clear, ha, throwback to a few episodes ago. Yeah. And, and your like, brother was in the military, right? He was going in at that point. So yeah, he would be studying and whatnot. And he would like fill me oh, okay. stuff. And so like, I just knew like everything they asked, like they'd be like, what's the purpose of the military? And people would be like, to protect us against foreign threats or to like, to to do like various things, right? I thought someone was going to throw out the Pokemon Team Rocket thing to protect (laughs) the world world from devastation. (laughs) But not like, it it was just like people giving these highly good things were like, oh yeah, to, you know, influence our diplomacy and whatever. And like Mm -hmm. after like five people answering, I'd just be fucking bored out of my mind and hand like in my my chin in my hand and then my other hand up me just looking for the the like air force person calls on me i'm like to protect the people and he's like yes there we go jonathan understands and i'm like that's i was just bullshitting because i remember my grandfather saying that at some point and it was just like that was the whole thing like i would literally fall asleep in class i'd be dozing off i was one of the people who wouldn't shine my shoes like i would just get them shine out of place and like other people would go through the effort of fire shining and like ironing yeah. their clothes and everything like they'd go through all that stuff i wouldn't hardly give like two shits i would like be like dozing off while marching or like standing information and they wouldn't give me shit about it because i was just so good at everything and like i could lead people and whatever like really well like even to this day really like as you know i've been like head of multiple extracurriculars and even work stuff to be honest mm-hmm. so it's just like such a natural fit that at the end of the year they're like yeah we want to make you flight commander right mm-hmm. which as a sophomore is not super common but it happens right mm-hmm. and i was just like Oh, that's an honor, but I'm going to do walking for fish. <laughs> that's such a slap in the face. <laughs> and they were like, walking for fitness? Jonathan, you can be flight commander. And I was like, yeah, but I could also walk. <laughs> for fitness? <laughs> yeah, because like, I didn't like a lot of the things going on at that school with our ROTC program. Already, I feel a lot of iffy feelings about the military. But with the ROTC program, there was a lot of favoritism and i remember hearing about that yeah there was a lot of favoritism and they this might be a bit more of a controversial point but in an effort to like provide equal opportunity amongst different demographics they kind of swung so far in the opposite direction that they started to like nominate people who just were not qualified at all Mm -hmm. so uh one maybe that's why they wanted me there but all jokes aside (laughs) um i i was just really unhappy with a lot of things and they've tried to pull me aside three times to more or less like influence me to change my schedule they even brought a printout of my schedule so that i could sign it and like showing that i wanted to change back into rotc and i just never did it that way you could do walking for fitness and they were so fucking pissed and it was funny because after that like they nominated someone else from my class to be like a flight leader the following semester and i was like i know you're their second choice but you don't <laughs> and, like it was such an asshole move but like she was also kind of bad like she couldn't motivate people and everything and the person i want to be flight commander didn't end up being flight commander so just like this is why i left you guys don't know how scout talent and you guys wanted me so i know you guys don't know how to scout talent (laughs) so it it was proud that like they actually viewed me in such high esteem and they wanted me to do that but i Mm -hmm. just had so many issues with the program that i was happy to be a deadbeat walk for fit person (laughs) 
Yeah, that was something that I, I never understood about some of the uh, some of our friends who went into ROTC. Because some friends were like, oh, yeah, my family's in the military. I'm going to go in the military. It gets me experience. I think if you do like four years of it, you jump in as like an E3 instead of an E1, which yeah. for those people I could understand. But I remember that some of our friends going from middle school to high school were like, yeah, you don't have to exercise every day with ROTC. So, yeah, it's like, why wouldn't you do it? And I'm over there like, yeah, but you have to shine your shoes. You have to t- be on uniform all day on Friday days you have to it's like that really sounds better than oh man i don't have to play dodgeball so i i chose just normal pe freshman year and sophomore year i chose uh uh at that point you could choose different specifics like you could do the football pe you chose walking for fitness i chose it was called rec life so i got the other one i would have chosen though that one seemed like a lot of fun Honestly, I was originally going to choose Walking for Fitness, but I think Rec Life was so much more fun because you got to choose. Uh, there were things in Rec Life, like archery. We got to go to a bowling alley. It was just recreational activities. So it was super fun. Yeah, my cousin, um, he wanted me to go into it. He was like, yeah, all I do is I play basketball or a hacky sack and sometimes play frisbee or catch with a football. Like, that's literally what you like doing, Jonathan. But I was like, I don't know. Walking is cool. <laughs> walking but- is cool. To be fair, some of my favorite memories were walking for fitness because, like, I it was just like fifty minutes every day because I had a fifth period oh, okay. where I would get to talk to a friend and get to know them every single day. So it's basically what you and I did when I moved in with you. Just you know, it's pretty great to be on. So I don't regret it, but I do think I probably would have had more fun in rec life for sure, especially if we ended up in it together. Yeah, well, I mean, something that I'll go back uh, with. Uh, taking a step back as far as freshman year goes with things to be proud about is you were proud or kind of about your RTC stuff for me freshman year with PE where you couldn't choose specifics it was just general PE or ROTC you you bounced to a lot of different sports we had to try like kickball we had to try weightlifting we had to try all sorts of stuff and i remember that uh the, the, one of the sessions that i felt the most proud about is we had like a track and field unit for like two weeks to a month or something mm-hmm. and uh as you know with me i've always had monkey strength without having to work out very much yeah you could fling your poo really far right i, I could fling my poo so far <laughs> And uh, I, I remember that that was by far one of my most proud moments of uh, we were doing the shot put and I had a lot of like the freshman football players in the class. So they were just like, oh, yeah, you know, who who can throw it the farthest? You know, one guy goes up. He's just like, oh, yeah, pretty good. That's a football player. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And people would go up next, next. And I was just like in my group of me and my two other nerdy friends who knew I was pretty strong. And there was one football player who like knew me from elementary school and was like, well, I remember that guy he used to be pretty strong. Let's see how he does. And we were using the freshman little like triangle that you use to throw it at like that's the field shape is a triangle and um i remember uh, a lot of the football players would like throw it and then it would like land and maybe it would roll a little bit towards the end but there was a wooden part that prevents it from going any further unless you'd somehow throw it past it and i remember i got up there and in eighth grade i was actually chosen to go to like represent our school for shot put so i i was pretty strong at this stuff so i actually threw it and it went past the wooden post and just like kept on rolling on the grass and the football players were like who the fuck is that guy he's not in football like you know <laughs> where is he and the teacher was like oh you must be joining the uh the shot put team that we have here and i'm just like nope i just eat lots of chicken nuggets get my protein in you know and they're like but you're gonna join the shot put team right and uh i guess my favorite thing that i always took the most pride in is being naturally good at things that i gave zero shits about because other people would be like super jealous like oh you must have worked so hard it's like nah man i i care about this zero percent but i love that you're just talking me up about it 
Dude, it's like that. You know that saying, like hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. But yeah, you yeah. still fucking beat them without working hard. So it's just the ultimate slap to the face. Yeah. Well, also, I mean, let's be real. Freshman year, or even before that, I don't think too many people are like on the twenty four seven grind. I got to be the best football player that I can be in this. Like they probably just go to practice and come home. Can confirm. But yeah. <laughs> nah. Um, that that's honestly really impressive, though. You probably would have done great at shot put if you went into it. Yeah, that's actually one of those things where I somewhat regret in high school is I would have liked to do sports that actually seemed more fun like that because I I got turned off to sports when I was young because uh, I'm sure you can relate to this in football knowing how uh, that sport is, is Mm -hmm. I was mainly in baseball and from the young age of like five or six, you didn't get to play that for fun despite sports being games that are supposed to be fun everyone the coaches the parents and even the kids because of the values that the parents instilled were right off the bat of like you know we got to win we got to do our best as possible you want to try a different position i don't know you're left-handed so you can only play like first base pitcher or outfield and it's just like i'm fucking six years old i'm just trying to have a fun time like if you're putting me in this it should be to get me exercising not so i yeah. can be crafted as a champion so for me i just always got turned off to sports because i hated the hyper competitive mentality well yeah it's like they're taking it to the level where it's like this is your scholarship your future and you're like i am nine years old (laughs) like i remember because vista was a huge football school football was like everything right absolutely i remember we lost one game my freshman year it might have been the championship or something which might have been why it was a big deal i don't really remember Mm -hmm. um but point being i or at least i think we lost the game maybe it was preseason i don't remember but I remember that we got screamed at by the coaches and we were told to be quiet the entire bus ride at home. Like we couldn't joke around and be like talking to our friends or whatever. And I'm like, mm-hmm. bro, this is a game. Like I'm not even a starter. I didn't have any impact on this game. Like I'm sorry that we lost as a team, but like I did my part in practice. Maybe I just want to get to know some people. <laughs> Yeah, like I can understand that if you're trying your best at something and all that, that there's going to be people who have those values. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't value that. But with sports specifically, it seems like there is no starting point beyond casually playing with your friends where you're allowed to play it just for the fun of the game. It seems like if you were entering a like organized league, even pony league for baseball, and I don't know what the equivalent is for football, but it seems like right off the bat, it is immediately hyper competitive. I think the only thing I've ever found that fills that niche so far, like I know that rec leagues exist in principle. I just haven't found any, but I will say I have found a few like in university UCI, they did have some like recreational club sports teams, which were different from the collegiate sports teams. Mm -hmm. Those were actually just, they seemed to be fun. I didn't join, but uh, from what I could tell, everyone seemed to be in high spirits and everything. So that that's something that exists in a space. It's just, if you're not a student there, you know, Yeah, well, something that I did enjoy throughout high school, which I mean, kind of relates to sports kind of relates to being proud, but our school had a video game club, which held uh, League of Legends tournaments from time to time. Yeah. And, uh, I think that it was like once every semester. So if you go to high school all four years, there's technically eight tournaments you could have entered. And I think I entered like four or five of them and our friends entered all eight. And I remember minus the first one freshman year, every single one that I was in, we won. And every single one that I wasn't, they lost. So I'm going to wholeheartedly take the uh, take the full support or not full support, full uh, credit. Full credit. There you go. Full credit (laughs) for uh, for winning that. I'm going to cut that out in post. I know. (laughs) Well, I I think that there's something to be said there, though, like correlation versus causation, everything like if it's a 100 percent, I think there's some evidence there. 
Well, yeah, I, I remember it was always fun because League of Legends, I know that you've never really played it, but uh, with doing tournaments and that stuff, they have a system where there's like 110 characters to choose from or something, or at least there was at the time, and you can choose a character and then you can ban a character of saying like, fuck it, I don't, wanna, I don't want anyone playing this character, not on the enemy team, not on my team, so then that character just gets thrown out. And during the tournament, a lot of people would do research of like, okay, on the enemy team, you know, this guy's Diamond, so his main is this, so we're going to want to ban this because that's probably going to be the carry for the team. And I remember mm-hmm. I was like bronze or silver at the time versus a team that was like mainly platinums and diamonds and they'd be like okay no one gives a shit about this guy i was just like a one trick i only played one character but the thing is is i only played one character but i played that one character at like a platinum diamond level so it was always super funny because uh the tournament would always open up of just like, okay, you know, they're banning Joseph's this, they're banning Matthew's this, and then the game would go, and just bottom lane would get absolutely dominated by me and Luke, and they'd be like, holy shit, we gotta, I can't believe it, but our first ban has to be the bronze guy's Velkaz, and it was just like, amazing. it was such a feels good, the only feels bad was, I was absolutely a one trick so once you they took velkaz away from me then i was a bronze tier player where it's just like i'm going to sit back here and try not to feed and that is the best i can do for you guys honestly though kind of fair like you you did your job yeah yeah it's it's all i needed no nah, though that's that's kind of impressive though and and deep down there must be like bro is this guy smurfing and then they ban him and they're like he's not smurfing he's just a one trick <laughs> yeah that's uh man that that's a good catchphrase i should have that as like a hat or something he's not smurfing he's just a one trick <laughs> man there we go we should that, that'll be our first piece of merch other than two two for new yeah two two for new and tokyo sex whale <laughs> Oh God, I have, <laughs> I have one other thing I'm like kind of proud of, although kind of regretful about mm-hmm. um, freshman year wrestling. Uh, they were going to bump me up to varsity in which I would have been one of only two varsity wrestlers bumped up that year. Um, Wasn't the other one that got bumped up like the only other guy that was in your weight class? That was the thing. That's why they didn't immediately bump me up because they already bumped up someone from my weight class. So they're like, are we really going to do this twice? But the thing is, in practice, like I was doing eventually so good that they would like bring him over from varsity practice to have him wrestle against me because I was the only comparable person they can find to wrestle him. (laughs) When I wasn't wrestling you with our 60 pound weight gap. (laughs) I mean, that honestly probably helped prepare me. That and me wrestling against my brothers growing up because they were state level wrestlers players and steroid users one of them yeah well quote unquote only (laughs) one of them allegedly yeah allegedly but all that aside it was just like it was like damn i was that impressed that me little 110 jonathan was gonna go up to varsity and have a fucking varsity letterman jacket freshman year like that would have been fucking impressive as shit it would have been great have your varsity jacket and then drop out junior year it's like damn (laughs) dude it would have been dropping out sophomore year (laughs) that's true you've been like i I got what i came for we done (laughs) yeah i was like i wanted to prove i could do it i did it see (laughs) but nah um the thing that was irritating about it, though, is I left because of medical issues with less than one month left in the season. I think there might have been like three weeks. Mm-hmm. So, one, I missed the picture day. <laughs> but two, um, the thing that irritated me was there was two things in wrestling. There's tournaments and there's duels. Um, tournaments are where they bring like all the schools in the region in or maybe state. I don't know. And like it's a whole day event on Saturdays from like 6 a.m. to like 6 p.m., for example. Right. Oh, God. And uh, th- that was the situation. And then there were duels, which are between schools. And that's actually for school, like, uh, tournament purposes, like uh, rankings and whatnot and everything. Duels are mm-hmm. more important. But tournaments will get you more well-known, like, nationally, is what I understand. Yeah. Okay. Um, but point being, uh, 
duels were like Thursday nights, like 7 or 8 p.m. or whatever, right? I begged them to let me do duels because my medical issues like cropped up a lot more in the mornings than they did the evenings. Mm -hmm. Um, All your acid reflux and that stuff. Yeah. uh, And like it, it was just, I genuinely knew my body. And that was the point where like doctors like forcibly pulled me out of sports. So like, I was like, listen, coaches, I know I can do better at evenings because my symptoms aren't as bad. Let me do the duels and I will do well. But no, they had me do one duel and every tournament. And you know what the situation was? What? I was winless in tournaments, and I was undefeated in duels. Oh, Granted, shit. they only had me do one duel. So it's like okay. a really small sample size. But I won that in under, like, I think there's three rounds in wrestling, and it was like three minutes each or something. Maybe it was two minutes or something. Mm-hmm. But I won in the first round by a forced pin in under two minutes. And so I got up, and instead of celebrating, I just looked at my coaches and like, see? And <laughs> the coaches were just, like, looking at each other, and they are like, okay. <laughs> and I was like, damn. I, like, I was frustrated because I was winless in tournaments because my body was in so much pain. I felt like throwing up, like, constantly. It was just so awful. And I was like, I could have been something if you just listened to me. Well, I can imagine you also probably had just pretty good statistics body wise for your weight range because you were like 108 pounds, but five, six and five, six isn't tall for football. But if you're in the like maximum 110 weight range for uh, wrestling, like most of the people you're wrestling against are probably going to be like five foot to five, five or something. And then on top of that, you were super skinny and still still are. But for your weight, you're really strong. Yeah, so, like, I was genuinely, like, in some ways genetically blessed for wrestling, and, like, it showed I was a good wrestler. It's just, I I don't know, man. Those coaches just did not want to listen, but apparently they respected me enough that they were going to put me in varsity that season at the end of the season. So, I don't know. Wishy-washy coaches. I don't know what they were thinking, to be honest. I'm still really mad about how they handled that. Yeah, but uh, that that actually kind of brings me to one of the last points that I wanted to talk about, or the last point, is that, uh, I, I mean, I graduated high school. <laughs> I graduated early, uh, legally. Yeah, gr- not graduated high school, though, just graduated from something. So that that's what I was going to ask about, because I, I was thinking of, like, different questions of, like, oh, yeah, do you remember the people who got, like, senioritis and, you know, dropped out, like, a month before they were going to graduate and stuff like mm-hmm. this? And I just thought of, like... No, you don't because you, I, yeah. you, I forgot what like your official dropout date was, but like by the time that second semester of junior year came, you barely showed up to school. And then like one or two months after the thing started, you had officially withdrawn. So yeah, it was I, March 2016 was the official date, I believe. Okay. So yeah, I'm just curious with that of like, what are your feelings towards looking back and like not having graduated, having like left some of your friends? I didn't go to prom. You didn't even have the opportunity to go to prom and stuff like yeah. that. At the time, I genuinely really regretted it because my first year at MSJC, I didn't have a lot of friends like at all, really. So mm-hmm. it was just me hanging out with my cousin and you and trying to keep in contact with people from high school. But already, even before me leaving high school, I really wasn't there like sophomore year at all and i was kind of already starting to have spotty absences my second half of freshman year i do remember (laughs) so by the time i actually left it had been like two years since i was already in consistent contact with people and already i didn't have a lot of money or reliable transportation to hang out with people so the second i left school i pretty much lost contact with everybody like the only people i kept in contact with were you ken and val and I think that's, that's it, to be honest, man. That's pretty much it. I talked to Melanie a little bit, 
Okay. And that's about it. Like, it was just, like, night and day, like, pretty much, like, flip of a switch. So it was really disappointing realizing that these people that many of them I'd been friends with since elementary school, like, just the second I left, I was out of their lives. Like, that kind of really hurt more than, like, any missed opportunity. Because I don't think I really would have got anything out of uh, senior year. No one really does, unless they're, like, no, in but AP classes. It is interesting that uh, I, I heard this saying thrown around a lot in high school. And really, once you leave high school, it goes to show how true it is, is that high school friendships, some of them can be real, but most of them are just off of convenience of this person is around me, you know, five days a week, X amount of hours. And uh, w- once you're not directly next to each other, there were some people who I talked to like every day during lunch, you know, maybe they even came out to my house a few times. And I've talked to them like, a couple of times over the past when did we graduate high school like five years ago so yeah yeah well i will say the one thing it did teach me though in relation to this is i'm your best friend (laughs) (laughs) well besides that yeah you're in the holy trinity yeah but uh what what it really genuinely taught me is like friendships aren't going to survive if really the only time you've hung out is like is whatever brings you closer to an association so it really made me more like urgent to like see people outside of our association so by the time i started actually getting friends in my sophomore year at msjc and really like lifelong lasting friends so far my third year at msjc is that the second they invited me to something it didn't matter what i was doing it's like yeah i'll go i'll just make time for you if i don't have time and like i even like got better not great but better at inviting people out because i was kind of like yeah, like we got to make this a real friendship. It can't just be like friendship by convenience. Like we got to actually like make sacrifices early on and figure out if this is the kind of thing we want to make last or not. Mm-hmm. So it was a genuine lesson learned and like I am grateful for it. It's just regretful how I learned it, if anything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's, that's, thank you. I appreciate that commentary and response <laughs> to that. Yeah, I didn't have much to say. I kind of tuned out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's fair. But no, nah, I don't know. Um, Obviously you were also fundamental in me learning how to reciprocate effort and whatnot. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And that's why I'll never have to pay you back those $400 I owe you. Excuse me. (laughs) 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 But nah, I don't know. It's just tough lesson learned, but I don't know that I'd say I regret it. Nowadays, I'd say it's okay the way it turned out. and I don't really have any regrets. Well... Jonathan, I was thinking of a way to uh, wrap up this podcast, and, oh, and I got well. a perfect one to come to my mind, oh, which okay. is uh, our our high school got a lot of a lot of money from being like the most spirited high school in the nation every X amount of years. Yes, and we had lots of chance, and there was a certain one that uh, started out with lots of clapping. You know which one I'm talking about? Uh, was it? V. Yes, um, Nest- stop, stop, stop. We got to do it together. We got to do it together, okay, Jonathan. God. So I'm okay. the kind of three. I'd like us to finish off our talk of high school with okay. showing our high school pride. Are you ready? All right. Three, two, one. V. M. H. H. S. Or new. Oh, God. <laughs> I made a mistake. My All bad. right. Okay. Talk to you later. Love you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>